What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode. Thank you for tuning in tonight. If you uh, haven't checked it out, last week we uh, kicked it off. Go back, watch uh, the reasons why I'm doing this. I gave you a word. Uh, even Wednesday nights or Wednesday afternoons episode, I had an interview with my dad. Go check it out, and we'll have another view interview coming up this Wednesday. But tonight, I'm uh, excited to be here, and I want to share a word with you, a great talk tonight. So please, whatever you're doing right now as you're watching it listen to this like it comment share start a watch party um, invite others to tune in because I've got a word that I want to share tonight tonight's title is called lockdown the new normal it seems like when I say comments like this or this phrase lockdown we all kind of cringe right we all kind of th this term is not very comfortable to us because of uh, what has gone down in 2020 if I were to ask you what lockdown means to you prior to 2020, you would probably have the same definition as I had. It's something to do with jail or prison or chains. It reminds me of a few years ago when I went to jail um, to visit someone. It, it revolutionized my life. It really affected me emotionally, uh, mentally, even spiritually. I went to go visit a friend of mine who I care deeply about. Um, he was surprised to see me. We had a good talk, but I was the one that felt helpless. I was the one that felt hopeless, and I was the one that wasn't behind bars. A few years later, I went to go visit another friend of mine, and I knew what to expect that time, but it still really wrecked me. Uh, but that's what I needed to do. I needed to do this. I wanted to do this, and I'm grateful for it. It, it really uh, changed my perspective on things. But that, that's what lockdown was. Lockdown is somebody who does not have the freedom to get out, um, is behind bars, that is chained to something. But this year, we seem to define 2020 as a lockdown. Um, I remember a March, I believe it was March 20th, when our governor officially um, issued a stay-at-home order that was effective for just uh, a couple of weeks. And for me, I'm a big planner. I like to know things. I want to plan out my week, my, my month, my, uh, even my year. But when somebody told me I had to stay home for two weeks, it really kind of messed with me as well. Um, I struggled with the fact that I didn't get to go out. I didn't get to hang out with my friends or I didn't get to go to work or whatever the case may be. But I wanted to have answers. I wanted to know what was going on. And then finally, the governor announced again that the stay-at-home order, the lockdown, was going to extend um, until the end of April. And so at least finally I knew, well, okay, uh, I'm going to have to be locked down for another 30 days or so. I'm going to prepare for it. And then it extended again all the way until the end of May. Practically the entire country shut down around this time. Uh, we went uh, from crowds of people and gatherings and every business open to sporting events being canceled, schools closing down, businesses forced to shut their doors. One word described the scene. The, the entire media described it as lockdown. But compared to a man behind bars, that doesn't really describe it. Today's story I want to share with you today has to do with Paul, who was in Rome. And it wasn't, uh, it was in Greece, or I mean, he was imprisoned in Rome, but he wrote a letter to the Philippians. 
Paul used to be a murderer who killed Christians, but on the road to Damascus one day, everything changed. It was no longer about himself, but Jesus. He went from having a lot in life to having little, as he is in the moment in jail. He wrote most of the New Testament books, but this letter he wrote from prison. He had no social media, no Uber Eats, no Amazon to order. He didn't write about the concern or the crisis that was happening in that moment. He wrote a letter of encouragement and appreciation to those he cared about. Though he was behind bars, this was Paul's happiest letter that he wrote. It was more than happiness, though. It was joy unspeakable. You see, you can't just learn about this kind of joy by Googling it or asking Siri what this joy is. You actually have to experience it. You need to go through it to know what true joy is. You see, uh, we see this kind of joy displayed through the example of Paul in the Bible. And as he's in jail in Rome around 61 AD, he was locked up for standing up for what he believed in. Kind of sounds like what we're going through today where people are trying to stand up for what they are believing in and they are getting locked up. They are getting put down. But it wasn't just by the government. It was by those who didn't want his message to influence others. He wrote this letter to a church that he actually planted 10 years back in Philippi in Greece. You see, for Paul, the world was not the source of his joy. Christ was. Even in chains, Paul was confident that the gospel he believed in would still advance. Paul utilized his time in lockdown. He wrote letters. He sang. He preached. People came to know Jesus every day. And he says, don't worry about the current conditions. In this letter, he says, just keep on living the life you were created for. Pursue the calling God has on your life. Keep pressing on towards the goal. This was his message to them then, and this is my message today for you. The lockdown in 2020 doesn't even compare to the lockdown in 61 AD. But today I want to share with you what the Bible teaches through Paul's life and how we can still pursue our purpose and live the life we were created even in the midst of a lockdown. First of all, we need to be grateful. See, Paul was grateful. He wrote in Philippians 1, 3, and 4, he says, I thank God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy. Have you been grateful for those in your life? Have you prayed for those that you care about? You see, during this COVID lockdown, I have actually been thinking more than usual about those that are in my life who I care about, family, friends, former students in youth ministry, former players that I coached. I thank God for them. I pray for them. And I may never know the impact that I have had on their lives, but I'm about to tell you right now, they have made an impact in mine. And I thank God and I pray for them very often. You see, your words, what you say to people 
is significant. Your actions, what you do for people is significant and it could be life-changing. But even in the midst of a lockdown, even in the midst of this, this world going through such a such something that we, we didn't even think could even happen. Are you grateful? Are you grateful for what you have? For who you have in your life? Secondly, what about good news? We need good news in our life. Philippians 1, in the very first chapter, in a part of his letter, in verses 12 and 13, Paul writes, I want to report to you, my friends, that my in my imprisonment, my lockdown, um, here has, um, it has the opposite of in the intended effect. Instead of being squelched, the message has actually prospered. How have you responded to 2020? Have you complained more than you have contributed to through this cause? How have you utilized your time during this lockdown? Well, I know we had Zoom before 2020, but Zoom seems to be the new normal, right? To talk to people. But how often do you actually use Zoom to actually talk face-to-face with those you care about or FaceTime on your phone? How often have you read a book or two? Have you utilized this stay-at-home order to actually work out and eat healthy? See, none of us deserve what we have experienced in 2020. But if I were to ask you your thoughts about 2020, what would your report be? Would it be positive or negative? Would it be the opposite of its intended effect? Are you growing in your faith in God through this time? Are you prospering through Jesus this year? Do you know Jesus more than you did seven months ago? Or is your spiritual life just as much on lockdown as you are in 2020? See, these are many questions that I have had through these last few months. And as I see Paul's example, Paul was literally physically in lockdown in a prison cell. He didn't have the resources we have today. And he still utilized his time and pursued and fulfilled the purpose God had for him. You see, being grateful and having good news in your life, it takes one key component, and that is commitment. See, regardless of your circumstance, it all comes down to commitment. Our culture, our world has a commitment problem. See, people change jobs all the time. They change friends. They change relationships like marriages. They change churches faster than anything. See, non-commitment seems to be a lifestyle and it needs to change now. And it starts with you and me. You see, the answer to living through a lockdown is commitment. And Paul is calling Philippi to be committed to Christ. And I am calling you today to commit yourself to Christ. See, he is the only one who can get you through anything. If I asked you to commit right now, I'm sure that all of you right now, if I said, hey, raise your hand if you want to commit to Jesus right now, and most likely I would see a lot of hands. You would probably commit verbally, but the question I have for you is will you follow through? You see, it's not just about one choice right now. It's actually about a lifestyle. 
You see, uh, Paul continues to write in his letter to the Philippians in verse 21 of chapter 1. It says, for me, living means living for Christ. See, most people are alive in this world. Most, I I, want to say that. But most people aren't living. Yeah, their heart is beating. But are they really living the life they were created to be? The question is to you right now. Are you living the life you were created for? Are you pursuing the purpose that you were created for? Are you living for the one who created you for that purpose? See, it's not about surviving. It's about living. You see, Paul's purpose in life was living for Christ. My purpose in life is living for Christ. And I believe your purpose is to live for Christ. And what does that mean? It's in full communication with the creator. It's committed to committing to serving God and others, doing whatever possible to further the message, even in lockdown. So don't let busyness, don't let laziness or even good intentions hold you back. You see, the new normal is not behavior modification. It's behavior transformation. See, what's your purpose in life? What or who are you living for? See, today, I want to give you the opportunity to commit your life to Jesus right now. And all it takes is simply repeating these words in a prayer. Will you say this with me? Jesus, I know that I do not live right. So I ask you, would you forgive me? I believe you died for me and that God raised you from the dead so I could live for you forever in heaven. I turn from my own way of living. I ask you, come into my heart. Guide me every step I take from now on. I give you my life. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer right now, if you believe it in your heart and you live it out today, tomorrow, next week, next week, I believe that Jesus lives in you. But you know what? It takes more than a decision right now. It takes more than just a simple prayer. That's where the start is, but that's just the beginning. It's actually living it out. See, God has a purpose and a plan for your life. You need to be connected to others who live for him too. You need to be involved in a community of people like a church, especially a good Bible-believing, Bible-based church. That will help, but also hanging around people who live their purpose and their calling in life. See, if you would like more information about this, if you want to continue your walk with God, Will you follow me? Will you go to my website right now, sitministries.org, and you can contact me through there. There is information on my website as well. You could also follow me on social media and all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Sit Ministries. You know what's something else you could do? Tell somebody that you prayed that prayer right now. Tell somebody that you are committing yourself right now to Jesus Christ. Man, it'll not just affect your life, but it will affect others. Thirdly, will you join me next week as I continue these talks? The title of my message next week is called Masks Off, Uncovering the Truth. That'll get you. 
think about that this week, just the title alone, and see where I'm going to, what I'm going to do to, to kind of dig through that and explain that. But masks off, uncovering the truth, um, that is the message. But thank you for joining me tonight. Um, I just wanted to share my heart, as I always do. Um, Paul was a great example, and I believe that he taught us, even 2,000 years ago, that this story, this this message happened, it's still relevant today as we are going through an actual lockdown. Maybe not the same, but will you commit yourselves today? Thank you again for joining me, and until next time, keep on pressing on towards the goal.